I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. That was fun. That was fun during, yeah. Ian Hates Movies. Two thumbs. Ching! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Kelly, welcome to the Ian Hates Movie Studios once again. Woo! That means she enjoys it, people. That means it's, yeah, it's a second home at this point. Very true. Just like the actual movie theater seems to be like for us, because I think yeah, this what is... What the hell is going on? We are first... blowing our whole budget for this year, yeah, by the way. First time ever, three movies in a row. Holy shit. At the motherfucking theater. Yeah, so... Uh, you, uh, I'm assuming, went local. I actually got to enjoy Foxborough for the first time. Big theater? Mm, oh, yeah. Did you do IMAX? No, I missed that showing. Oh, I did IMAX. Oh, look at you. But it wasn't 3D or anything, so it's like, okay, so it's a bigger screen in the sound or something, maybe? I yeah, but know. see, when it's that kind of movie, I want, like, Muppet Theater. I want stuff to, like, spray you from the seats and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, it's got to be a Gallagher. It's got to be interactive if I'm doing 3D. You want many things to spray you many times, Kelly. Lovely. Fifty Shades of Grey. Bam. Oh, there it is. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Monday, people. So let me ask you, though, Kelly. During the movie, did you hear a weird, like, rusty sound? Like a swinging, rusty swing throughout the movie at all? Like at random parts? No. All right. So that was definitely then the actual theater and someone should have complained. <laughs> That's why I'm like, Xavier's wheelchair. No, no, no. No, it's literally happened throughout the like two hours and 20 minutes. It happened every like five minutes or so. There was just this weird, Swing. rusty. If it was a horror movie, it would have been freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, I thought maybe it was an ode to his claws or something. Nope. That was that was your theater then because I got nothing at mine. That's very strange. Okay. Well, I'm guessing people will assume then that we went to see Logan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking about with Claws. I can't think of anything else that, that they would have mistaken no. that for. No so. new Garfield movie. Yeah, I don't know. That's too bad, though. I, I really know. wish there was one. Bill Murray. Anyway. So, Logan. Yes. Before we tackle this huge undertaking of a movie, do you want to talk about the trailers? Apparently, like we, we had different trailers, too. We did indeed. A lot of re, well, re-showings that we've already seen, but a couple new ones? Yes. I saw for the first time the Belko experiment. Ooh, do tell. So apparently it's a Blumhouse production or whatever, so all of their movies suck except for The Purges. Pretty much, yeah. And apparently this movie was shown at the Toronto Film Festival. It was purchased, and then now it's coming out mm. next week, which, yeah, I didn't think was necessarily a good sign. Yeah, you figure if they're picking it up for a natural national release that they'd be doing this type of movie, say, I don't know, October? Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. But it has John C. McGinley in it, so it does have Dr. Cox, <laughs> which is great. And that will, by the way, my first scrubs reference of the night oh good lord be prepared yay but then also you know how they put on the screen sometimes the reviews of what people say about the movie right and someone seemed to hit it pretty perfectly it's office space meets battle royale because what it is is a company offshore from the united states where apparently in the contract that people signed they signed up for this game or experiment i guess because it's the belco experiment right 
they just lock the entire building down and the company tells them you have until such and such time the next day to kill each other until there are only 50 people out of the 80 people working there at that time. <laughs> and if they refuse to do that, then they will kill 60 people out of the 80 just by random choice. Right. And it's not like they get to defend themselves. I think everyone's like implanted with something that of will just course. explode or whatever. Whatever. So really, this is just an homage to always read your Apple agreement every time it updates. Which is insane because how do you have the time to do that? Exactly. I do try and read it the best you can, but you never but know. It's legalese. You, yeah, so you're you, like, this could mean a number of things. South Park did an episode like that it, which too. Which was awesome. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, read your contracts when you're getting a new job. But I think... Maybe we should see this movie just because of the debates we could have of what we would do in that situation. Okay. So we'll see. But right now, you can actually look up on Rotten Tomatoes because it was released at Toronto Film Festival. It has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. So Mm. it's a possibility that goes down, most likely not up. Right. Usually it's harder to climb back up out of that. Exactly. So we'll see. But that comes out next week. So maybe, possibly, we make it a four-week streak of going to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> so you name one, Kelly. What do you have? Um, I got King Arthur, um, and it's the new Guy Ritchie movie that he's been working on. And it looks interesting. I think they did themselves an injustice in the fact that it feels too CGI'd for me, but I like picking up this realm again. I'm always up for a good medieval flick. But uh, it will be a red box for me. It, this yeah. will not be a, an in theater situation whatsoever. I'd rather just watch the TV show Merlin. All right, that's fair. I think they did a good job with that, so I could care less about the retelling of the story on the screen. I happen to be a fan of the director, which you are not, so that would be my reasoning for seeing it. Oh, wait a second. That's not fair. I am totally just not for that really shitty movie that you made me watch for the show. (laughs) You mean Rock and Rolla? I do. Yeah, good. I do indeed. But you ever want to talk Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch and I'll talk about Do you enjoy the Sherlocks? No. Okay, so you don't like any of his recent stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah, when he sold out. Yeah, there, I don't like the sellout. There it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, I understand the selling out. Well, he sold out when he married Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Mm, that's really gross. Yeah, but yes, totally understand. True. <laughs> so you've seen the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers one, right? We've seen it a couple times, actually, yeah. It's just now they're showing even more of the movie. So they literally show the entire movie arc in one trailer now. Mm. Why do they do that? I don't know because... Because now I don't need to pay the 15 bucks to see it. They show the Zord. They show everything. So you know exactly what happens in every instance. Like I'm not saying they're going to lose. They're not going to lose. But to go through that every single part... You're like, oh, so they're not making any more of these. They killed them all off. I mean, I'm sure Elizabeth Banks isn't going to die because Rita, what's her name, comes back every, every time. Every single time, yeah, right. So that's not a problem. But I'm looking forward to when they have skeleton mask guy in the red with the oh, visor. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy's cool, but I forgot his name, though. <laughs> so he must not be that cool, I guess. Uh, let's see. Then we have another epic uh, continuation of The Fates and the Furious. Yes, the mm. one where Vin Diesel is brainwashed or whatever. Yeah, the Manchurian Candidate. By Charlize Theron. Um, rocking some Angelina Jolie hair from Gone in 60 Seconds, I believe. There's a fucking submarine in the movie, Yeah, too. I know, right? And then The Rock says, we're going to need a bigger truck. And oh, you're like, come no. on, Rock. Come on, Rocky. You're no. better than that. I don't know. He does have Babe Watch coming out, too. Fuck that. 
We already talked about that. We all hate that. All right, so I also got King Kong and Who Gives a Shit Island, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think I got, I, I definitely got um, shafted when it comes to these kind of trailers. I think I only got like four or five trailers. Um, and then we both got um, War on Planet of the Apes. It just looks so terrible. Even Woody Harrelson can't save that movie. Yeah, no, it's not. Why does anyone care about that shit? Talk about a movie, though, that the CGI is really good, though. Yeah, it's, you know, it's on par with... Uh, what we have uh ex machina coming up again with uh scarlett johansson i believe yeah <laughs> lucy too yes oh is it uh what's the aeon flux one too that's kind of thrown in there as well oh that's charlie's throne right something like sure why not yes everyone all runs together ghost in the shell is coming out <laughs> <laughs> look i never got into the anime so i can't really speak to it but it doesn't like i wonder if people who really love the anime if they're pissed or not i don't know I don't know. For some reason, this role, I don't. I like giving it. I would say this would be more sellable to me if it was the chick from the Resident Evils. Like, I feel like that oh. would be more of her her thing than than Scarlet keeps getting shoved into these things, and it just doesn't work for me with her. Mila Jovovich. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> no, I understand. I don't know. That's probably a red box or something that we can do on the show much later. Yeah, when I- we need filler. I can't imagine the Rotten Tomatoes will be above 20%. Oh, yeah. No, no. Mm-mm. But they're pushing it. And when they push it like that, you know it's probably not that great. See, when it initially popped on, I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, is this the Blade trailer? And I was like, oh, no, never mind. The Vampire? No, 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 no. Blade Runner. Oh. The Blade Runner remake. Oh, Sorry. no. Well, I don't want that either. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> gotcha. I wish, though. That'd be amazing if that was, <laughs> if that was the case. So I also got Alien. A debate that will be coming out because I'm yeah. excited and you look like it'll be miserable. But it, it, it's, it's the same fucking shit. Yeah. Over we already and talked about it. I know. That's why I enjoy Star Wars. We talked about this. Okay. So how about this? Oh. Instead of wasting your money, um, how about you go back to 1986 on a DVD or a Blu ray or a laser disc yeah, that's and right, just laser watch disc. Aliens? I do. They did it perfectly. Yeah. So why would you need to see it again? Because. Because why do people have to go back to Disneyland? Because you do. I've seen it all. I still want to go back to it. I'd rather every go now and to then Disneyland. there's some new. <laughs> every now and then there's some updated new shit, and you're like, oh, I didn't notice that before. But it's not though. It's go to a different That's planet. That's what I'm saying. Aliens. Blah 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 blah. You can tell in the trailer the way they linger on people. Dead. Oh yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Dead, Absolutely. Dead. Yes. Dead. You survive. Dead. Dead. Yes. It's like the scene in Half Baked. <laughs> fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you <laughs> who's coming with me exactly yeah i can't stand it <laughs> and i think the last trailer that i saw was spider-man homecoming Ooh. so what i want to say about this and i don't know if we've mentioned it on the show before i really like him as spider-man so far and we've only seen the trailer and then what happened in captain america civil war right the problem that I have with it now is they're almost making it like a high school comedy. But that's Spider-Man. Not really, though. Yes, really. No, he was a loner, and now he's got... And this is what annoys me to no end, is the chubby friend. That's going to get really fucking annoying the entire movie. <laughs> and also the yeah. MGMT song that introduces the movie. Mm. 
is also pretty scary because that's hipster and mm. stupid and mm. yeah, I'm not a fan. But I love Spider-Man, so I'm hoping for the best and they got Vulture, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but Aunt May's hot now, so right there I'm excited. So I do go. like that. Yeah. And they've added Iron Man to a few Woo! scenes, so you know he's going to be making multiple appearances. Absolutely, yeah. Two of those things really scare me a little bit Eh, see i don't go into spider-man's expecting amazingness i'm just there to be like this will be kind of flashy and fun kelly or horrible do you remember the full name of the comic book series which one because there's been a number of them let's go back to some originals so the amazing spider-man amazing's in the title right so i'm just saying oh see where oh she got it guys she got it oh keep up with the wit keep up with the wit keep up with the wit Oh, but see right there, you've already, I'm sorry, as soon as Tobey Maguire, we're taking Ugh. the amazing off now. We're taking the, you have to re-earn the amazing. I'll always despise his emo Spider-Man. Awesome. <laughs> it was so douche chilly. <laughs> so awesome. I had to put on a coat in the theater because I got so much douche chills. <laughs> Woo. So, okay, so that's enough for trailers. We like to do that little segment. Hopefully you enjoy it as well. Yeah, well, we figure, you know, we paid the 15 bucks. We'll drag you along with this oh and of course i mean would you call it a trailer what would you call that before the beginning of this movie well hold on let's let's tease that for a second oh (laughs) and it was it was good so let's just say right off the bat people know we're doing logan but let's just mention it is rated r oh yeah which is the first x-men movie to be rated r right unless you count deadpool as an x-men movie which even though they're there Mm. No, I don't, it's, not, yeah. it's not a primary X-Men you're following. Right. So this is what I've been waiting for forever. Yeah, when they actually start making comic book movies. I don't want to say more realistic, but, but it is realistic. A, this movie <laughs> was more realistic than any other oh, yeah, Marvel, no. DC, right. whatever, most realistic superhero movie besides maybe Unbreakable. Yeah. But I don't like giving Shyamalan any credit. No, yeah. So Mm-mm. fuck him. It is rated R, so that's a big deal for me. Mm. And then also, it's around two hours and 21 minutes long as well. Yo, yeah. So, it's a journey. (laughs) It's going to take a little while. So, let's go. Yeah, why not? (laughs) We might as well talk about this. (laughs) So, Marvel went ahead, the geniuses that they are, and they really went for it with this one where... No, no, no. I'm not giving Marvel even remotely credit for this. This is all Fox, because Fox got such great feedback from Deadpool, they're like, we actually have the balls to do this now. Okay, all right, that's fine. I saw Marvel Studios flash across the street because it's technically a Marvel story, which is why I give them credit for it. But okay, but so, so no, Fox, well, Fox no, does no, it. No, then. Fine. Let's get into the legalese of this. So, really, what I'm saying by that is that Marvel retains the rights and ownership, the intellectual property of X Men. It's not necessarily written by Marvel Studios. This particular movie. Right. Last thing before we get into what Kelly was teasing. <laughs> Jeez. As long as you have ears left after that. Has a 94% run tomatoes. Oh, wow. Super huge. That's what she said. Did she? It's rated R. Okay. Well, we never say it out loud. We just kind of go, I can work with that. 50 Shades again? <laughs> a little Callbacks. bit. Another, another throwback for y'all. <laughs> but yes, awesome Rotten Tomatoes score. So go ahead, Kelly, now. What were we teasing? Um. Well, let's see here. There was some epic DC music playing during this particular segment, which grabbed me. I want to know how much it cost them for them to pull this one off. True. But uh, it's it's a little, and might I say, not coming soon enough, but a uh, little Deadpool teaser. 
Yes, they started a trailer awesome. before the movie instead of waiting for the after credits to roll. Pretty much. And it obviously had a lot to do with Logan because it was all Logan uh, artwork in the background. Yes, there were a few Easter eggs, as mm-hmm. they would call them. Yes, they were breaking the fourth dimension, as always. Deadpool likes to do, as we call Deadpooling it now on right. the show. Right. They were showing at the theater Logan, and they had the Logan poster and everything as well. And you get to see Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, not dressed in his costume. And there is a mugging Happening. taking place. Yes. Right. And, of course, he goes, oh, no, close up, superhero, not on my watch. Runs to a phone booth, which, as he even mentioned, disappeared in the 90s, mm-hmm. and proceeds to try to actually get dressed in a superhero costume. And he's got his swords. And he's got he's everything. <laughs> it's impressive, because Mr. Reynolds is not a short man, so the fact that he's actually able to do this in, what, a minute? A minute or so? Probably, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, and it's spandex. It's, have you ever tried to put on a wetsuit? It's like that, but worse. But since it's Deadpool, uh, he doesn't get to the person in time, and he gets shot. Yes, the mugger gets shot and dies. And while he's running out, by the way, there are two versions of this. There are. Yeah. So the one in the movie theater does not show Stan Lee. The one online, which you does. can go look up after you're done with the show. Please. You'll see Stan Lee because you don't see Stan Lee in Logan at all, which I loved. Right. So I thought this was great that they went away from that because this is such a different movie. It would have been out of place to have Stan Lee show in up this, somewhere. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So that worked out well. They also changed the music that he was listening to right. in the end scene, so you can go ahead and go back and read See into what the that. the differences yeah. are, right. Read into that as much as you want. But a couple things right off the bat. There were many Firefly posters <laughs> as he was leaving the phone booth. Yep. The reason for that is either it's a shot at Fox for canceling such a great show, True. which they like to do that kind of shit, a lot. just like in Deadpool, or it is a possibility that Nathan Fillion is playing Cable. In the next movie. Interesting. Plus, you know most likely that Cable is going to be in the next movie because also written on the phone booth is Nathan Summers is coming. Right. Which is Cable's real name. Right. So that was also pretty cool. And then, yeah, he doesn't save the person in time. There's a lot of other names written in graffiti. That you got to look up and and look into. Yeah, I mean, they love playing around with people, so we're not going to go into everything there but i thought that was interesting at least and then he gets some cherry garcia Mm. ice cream and lays down on On the the dead dead body (laughs) and continues to talk as i don't want to say credits roll but we we cut to um title scenes and depending on the if you see it in the theater versus online he does say different things if you see it online he starts making fun of hugh jackman by doing his australian voice yes right so, I mean, shit, all he had to put on was like a tank top and some jeans, and yeah. I, I totally could have been able to save you. <laughs> Good times. It was great. Yeah. Yes. So then you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right. And then the movie starts. <laughs> Immediately into the movie. Right. And now, I'm not sure we should go completely scene by scene. We can kind of feel this out a little bit. Right. But we can at least say right away, I think the first line of the movie is, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. By Logan. Yep. As his little stretch Cadillac limo is being stripped of its bolts as they're trying to take his rims. They're trying to put it up on block. Yeah, a gang is trying to steal the rims. Right. They show how much darker this is because you finally get the Wolverine that you've wanted for a little while, even though he can't seem to fight anymore because he's either drunk or hurt or whatever it is. Yeah, there's something underneath going on on top of just being an alcoholic. He starts to swing in his claws. You see the claws go 
up into the chin through the head. You see it go through the eyes. Like all the stuff you've seen Wolverine do in the comic books. Right. You're now seeing for the right. first time in the theater. People which is losing awesome. limbs. Like, yes. Like he is realistic. Not caring whatsoever. No, yeah. And that's the way Wolverine was. Well, that's the point. That's what a Wolverine is. It's You don't want to come across that animal. Absolutely. So pretty much he obliterates the gang. Um, and then, of course, he's getting pissed because they were initially shooting up his car. You come to find out he's kind of, he's a Lux Uber driver, I guess is a way to put it. Because you hire a limo, but he's purely on call. It's not sure. like he's working for a limousine company. So they show him picking up random prom stupid people. Yeah, bad drunk awesomeness. And he's in Texas. <laughs> Woo! I love Texas so much. So this is great for me. <laughs> he gets called by a woman named Gabrielle at one point. Right. And she has a little girl with her, but he wants nothing to do with her because he's picking someone up at a funeral. Right. And he doesn't want to be bothered. This is a Logan who doesn't want to be known whatsoever. No, he's completely distanced himself from any type of an X-Man stance. He doesn't go by Logan. He's he's taken himself out of that world for a number of reasons. So when somebody recognizes him, he's immediately like, I don't know who you're talking about. We can say that this takes place in an alternate universe in 2029. Yes. And in this universe, there are really no more mutants. No, yeah. No mutants have been born in a long time, and also there don't seem to be any other mutants other than Logan at this point. Right. So far in the movie, you've not run across anybody. There's there's no other ex-team mates to be found. So then you meet Donald Pierce, and he is missing an arm. He has a robotic arm. Right. And he's also from the comics, so you might recognize him as a mutant hunter, as whatever... I forget Bounty exactly. Hunter, yeah. Kind of a, yeah. He's been in different things. He's yeah, yeah, been yeah. in different parts of the whole comic book series and everything. So you meet him and he's kind of that cocky, arrogant, wearing Played shades. very well. Yeah. And he pisses off Logan because he's saying like, hey, find that girl for me. Like basically offering him a job at this drug company, Transigen. Right. And Logan wants nothing to do with it. He's like, get the fuck out of my car. Who do you think you are? Yeah. I don't know who this person is. I can't help you. Blah, blah, blah. And it looks like Logan is scoring drugs from a hospital, but it turns out they're not really for him. He crosses the border into Mexico, and he's hiding Professor X, Charles Xavier, in this hollowed-out water tanker. Right, it's a water tanker that's fallen over, pretty much. And Caliban is there, and people who know the comics know Caliban as the mutant who can also track and find other mutants. And I love the fact that it's played by Stephen Merchant. Which is not the original person who played it in X-Men Age of What the Fuckalypse, because right, why yeah, would no. we even talk about that shit movie? <laughs> so it's good to see him back, and it's kind of weathered. You know, he's an albino mutant, right. so he can't go into the sun. Right. But he does track mutants, and he's there taking care of Professor X and Logan in a way. Even though they have a kind of strenuous relationship, I guess. It's a man-wife relationship. He stays home and watches Xavier pretty much because he can't go out in the sun anyway. And then Logan's out trying to pull in cash because he's eventually trying to move them out of Mexico. How dare you, Kelly? Yep, you like that? It's 2017, all right? Uh, 2029, actually. Yeah, so there should be no gender rules. Well, that's why they're both men. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what was that line like? Hooked by my own petard, hung by my own petard. Is that, is that what it's called? People can laugh at that one. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. 
So the plan is to get enough money to buy a boat. And Kelly, why don't you tell people why Charles is locked up taking this anti-seizure medication? So pretty much what happens now is now they don't really touch on what's developed these seizures. If he has some sort of ALS, if he's dealing with um, MS, like we're not sure how bad he's deteriorated. But when he does have these seizures, he puts out almost like a bubble um, of about it's they figured it's about 400 feet in which in which any other humans will it, it causes paralysis is the best way to describe it it just freezes it looks like it freezes everyone it's not only humans it's also mutants most mutants most mutants now wolverine is less affected but caliban is completely affected and other mutants are as well and they hint back later on to a time where something like this also happened which might have been his first seizure, because usually your your main seizure when, seizure when that first comes on, it's usually a grand mal and it's your major seizure. And a, and apparently something happened in Connecticut, which is where the X house was. Westchester, yeah. Westchester, that um, seventy people died. Like it went. I thought for it was so even long. more. No, three hundred injured, seventy people died. Because I think those seventy were a lot of the mutants that were their friends. Yes, that's probably where Cyclops and Jean Grey and a whole bunch of their family. Why they've died. disappeared. Mm-hmm. So it's a little heartbreaking to see Charles in the way he is. He is basically immobile. He has to use a chair to get around, but not the same way that right. he used a chair to get around right. before. It's a little different, and he's rambling most of the time. It's like dementia. And he's talking to someone, but you don't know who he's talking to. Right. But Logan, it's also very difficult to see him the way he is as well because he doesn't seem to be healing at the same rate. Caliban is bringing all this up to him. He's drinking all the time. His one claw on the one hand doesn't come out all the way. So he has to pull it, and then there's blood everywhere. And it's just one of those you never thought you'd see Wolverine in that situation well i mean it's you know it brings this into an interesting reality because it's like it's you're seeing your superheroes age those icons age which if this was a regular dimension of x-men wolverine's healing capacity doesn't allow him to age that's why he's like how old uh initially they you find him in civil in a in the actual civil war yeah yeah the regeneration also affects your cells and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it slows the aging. Yeah, you expect Xavier to age, but not Wolverine. But in this universe, it's different. Yeah, there's there's something affecting him. So then you see Gabrielle again, and she's forcing this trip on Logan. She wants him to take her and this little girl named Laura. She wants him to take them to North Dakota. And she says, here's a bunch of money. You'll have more money when you get there, but please take us. They're trying to kill us. He goes back. He, you know, wants to do it because he's getting all that money. But when he comes back for the trip, it turns out Pierce had gotten to Gabriella and killed her. And I hope that's who I'm saying. I forget her name. No, no, you're right. But Laura stashes away in the car. And then Pierce shows up with all these guys from this drug company. Back in Mexico. Back in Mexico. At their little compound. They're called the Reavers. (sighs) And... They try to get Laura. Now, Laura at this time is not speaking, but she's been having conversations telepathically with Professor X. Who's excited. Very excited. Very excited. A little He's like, oh my girl. God. Yeah. Because that is, the, that is the deal. She is a mutant. You find that out pretty quickly. Right. You know from the trailer. But she basically has Wolverine's powers plus 
it comes out of her fucking feet as well, which yeah. is badass. Which they explain that apparently in the female species that that's just another evolutionary standpoint. They talk about how lions, how lionesses, is... right? Lionesses. That's right. <laughs> yeah, lionesses. Lioness. That they are the ones who protect the children and protect everyone, and they have those hind claws that they use for protection while they're attacking with their front paws. Right. So it makes perfect sense in this metaphor for this whole story as well. Right. And obviously, Logan is Wolverine, so his whole demeanor and everything is still there where he doesn't really want to help anyone else right now. You know, when he was in the X-Men, he did want to help. But it took a lot of guidance. It was it was very begrudgingly. It wasn't until he was in the team that it really came together. Right. Comic book wise, TV show wise, movie wise, all that kind of stuff. So now it's even worse because he's worried about Charles. He doesn't want anyone else to get hurt. But then also he feels in a way that he's let Charles down with the way his life has turned out without being able to save all those other people. And this is not Logan saying that. I think Hugh Jackman, which it hurts me to say, did a very good job of telling the story with his face and oh, with absolutely. his actions. Yeah. No, because yeah. he is a grizzled old man trying to do these expressions and it just works very well. And I'm a person who really doesn't like Hugh Jackman. Like I don't like looking at him. I don't know what it is. It's just one of those people. Interesting. You just don't like him. I refuse to watch any of the Wolverine standalone movies. Okay. I thought they were garbage. There's no way I was going to see them. And I've been disappointed by X-Men movies over and over again. There were a couple good ones, but a couple out of eight is not good. Yeah. And I loved X-Men as a kid, and I still have comic books for X-Men. They really connected to me at that time. And they bring that as a nod to the audience into the movie, too, because they literally have X-Men comic books, the ones that we grew up with in the movie well fun fact actually the x-men comic books you see in logan were designed strictly for logan those are issues that were never released i meant the way that the issues no i were know like, i know yeah but i also like the fact that logan even references is like we didn't have any freaking leotards i don't understand <laughs> it didn't happen this way it's glorified bullshit or he called it ice cream for the brain or something yes. he said it was like what was it 15 or 25 percent of this was real and then the rest they just <laughs> right yeah it's chalked up for everybody right and that's what the nurse Gabriella was using for Laura to tell her, hey, we're meeting after North Dakota. We're meeting at this place called Eden where there are a bunch of mutants and everyone's happy and blah, 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 blah. Plus, it's also a way to explain to a kid who is different that this is what you are. This is who you you can be right. in a positive sense. And they find out by watching a video on her phone that Transigen has been working on creating mutants. She turns out to be basically Logan's daughter. Right. Using his genetic material is how she was able to develop uh, these special attributes. Codename X-23, which is also an actual comic book character as well. Right. Same with X-24, who we'll meet later. (laughs) So the video is actually pretty cool, too, because they show that they can't control these kids. Because, sure, you can give them powers, but that doesn't mean they're going to want to use it for evil. Right. So they actually show a couple of them committing suicide, yep. or at least one of them. Right. And then the rest of them being kind of herded up into like pens and whatnot. And Gabriella and probably some other people try to help the kids escape. Right. And some they're of them do. Putting them down. Because they show the X24 model as working and basically not having a conscience. So why would they want any of these kids that do? Right. Why exactly. Deal with that? 
Yeah. Now we've created a robot is, is the best way. I mean, your actual Manchurian candidate. So Caliban gets taken by Pierce and the Reavers. It's Logan, Laura, and Professor X. And I just keep on going back and forth between his three <laughs> names because I don't give a shit. No, it's fine. And they're driving out and they go to Oklahoma City. Yes. And that's where there's a casino. Yeah, you can gamble in Oklahoma. And they need to, you know, change clothes and get a new truck and all that kind of shit. And Logan, that's where he reads the comic book and sees this Eden with the same coordinates of where they're supposed to go. And he's like, motherfucker, she was lying. There isn't really a place. And now he's completely against this. But Charles is finally living his life and feeling like he has a purpose again. Yep. So he's connecting with Laura. At one point, they're in the hotel room and they're watching an old Western called Shane. Yes. And he talks to her about how... That was the first movie he ever saw as a kid around her age. It's a very sentimental movie, and it's a very poignant movie to this one. Yes. And it comes into play a little bit later. So we'll just let that sit there, I think, right? (laughs) No, you're you're good. I think what I like about with Professor X is the fact that this is what he's meant to do. He wants to help little kids and he knows how to connect to them and talk with them and make them feel reassured. And obviously Logan's probably one of the more difficult people when it comes to this. And he even says to him, he's like, I don't care if it's not real, but it's real to her. I mean, this is like when you're getting into all the fables you grew up with or the holiday traditions you grow up with. It's you do it because it's real to them. And she's great. No, the, kid, the the acting from this kid is fantastic. It was perfect casting. We can't even explain the action sequences where she just is like a rabid animal right. destroying people. Right. Like the way Wolverine used to. Even more brutal, maybe. Like the first time you're even introduced to her in that sense, she rolls out a severed head at you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, really? This was, is who you send in? Yeah, really? it's fucking great. And now this brings up a point from... The rest of the movie, too. Pierce was so trying to capture her alive mm. and loses hundreds and hundreds of men oh, absolutely, in the process. Yeah. I still don't understand why that they were trying to get them alive because you find out later they can harvest the material they want from the dead. Right. So why all this work to bring them back alive when they don't want them? No, no, no. That's not it, though. It's that you've escaped me. And now I will hunt you down and I will be the one who kills you. So it's I'm going to send people out. But for my own ego purposes, I will be the one that kills you. Is that you. really what Rice yeah. wants? Really? Yeah. That seems so weird. Mm. What a waste. Mm. There villains. you go. Then. That's how I mean, villains work. That is, a, that is a reason. Yeah. And I bring up Rice. He's the leader or the CEO or the lead scientist of Transigen. Right. And he is the son in the comic books as well of one of the people that created logan in the first place right initially introduced weapon x to him yes and he kills his father on the way out he's not even it's not even like it's striker or anything like that right it's some other just random scientists yeah. right so at the casino while logan is gone professor x has another seizure yeah inside wh- the casino in the casino while a lot of the reavers have found where they are basically they're about to kill him and take the girl right now you can question whether he was able to do that on purpose. Right. Or whether it was a reaction like Logan thinks it was, that he basically shit his pants and had a seizure. (laughs) Pretty much. But it was a very cool scene where it's very similar to someone trying to walk through like an extremely strong wind. Right. That's what Logan is doing basically. And 
even Laura can't really get through it. Right. But Wolverine is now killing people in... Who are stuck. Who are stuck, who can't do anything. Which is great. (laughs) Yeah, he's just putting his claws through their face. It's fucking awesome. Pretty much. And then, of course, when he finally is able to inject him and stop the seizure, they all just drop. Very well done. And yeah, they give Professor X like a shot that calms him down. Right. And then he also is supposed to be taking these seizure pills. Sometimes he takes them, sometimes Mm, he doesn't. Which is kind of a fun little back and forth. I mean, it's, you're getting a little kid to take his medicine, and he's like, fine, do you see? Ah, <laughs> yeah. I took him. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, it's simultaneously humorous and scary for people that have to deal with people like that on a regular right. basis, too. Not to bring down the show. No, right. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, yeah, that, didn't, that didn't make any sense. Woo. They travel away towards North Dakota, and on their trip, these trucks, which I didn't understand what they were doing, But they basically run a family off the road with a bunch of horses in the trailer and also run them off the road. Mind you, now these trucks, since it's 2029, have no drivers. It's literally just moving freight cars. Right. They help the family, even though Logan's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Professor X is like, no. And he uses his power to calm the horses that are scattering across the highway. And call them back. And call them back. So he's getting a little back of what he used to have. Right. So he, it's, it's moments of clarity in which he can purely focus. Now, of course, Logan is against this because his tried and true measures that every time I help someone, everybody ends up dead. Um, Plus, they do have a whole company chasing them. A little bit. And they don't care about them. They only care about getting Laura back. Right. Everything in, in their path kind of a deal is going to be wiped out, period. Right. So pretty much. But, of course, they're invited back to dinner. Logan is against this. But, of course... Xavier accepts, so they end up having dinner with this family and come to find out that they're kind of dealing with their own little bit of terrorism where uh, a large farmer has bought up the majority of the property around A them. company. A company making corn syrup. Right. Yeah. And instead of them, you know, selling, they stayed, so every now and then they will destroy the, uh, the water pumps that bring water into their and house. what we're skipping over a little bit is the very cool interaction of the family as they make them a home-cooked meal. And you see Laura, who's never eaten with utensils, awesome. you know, just shoving food in her face. And like Logan's like, like, stop. Meh. Stop. It's the same as at one point she doesn't understand that you have to pay for things in a convenience awesome. store. Yeah, and goes off on the clerk. And then he has to come in and say, no. Don't kill the clerk. Yeah, you don't do that. And then, of course, he just comes in and steals stuff himself and walks out. Okay, we need to go. Right, exactly. <sighs> So, no, yeah, you're getting that sense of family, and that's obviously what Xavier's been wanting as well. So it's trying to bring Laura into that and Xavier. So you have these two odd balls, and, of course, Xavier is fitting right into this role. And, of course, and the family offers them to spend the night and that there's no close hotel room anyway. And Logan doesn't want to do, do it. Do any of this. Because Logan's very smart in this case. They should not have stayed. Right, because now we're endangering these people. Yeah. Logan and the father go out to work on the water pump. They fix it. Then come the thugs. And, of course, Logan's like, fuck you, takes their weapons and breaks it and tells them to scram. Right. But as they're getting back to the house, Professor X is in the bed and he senses Logan's presence. And he starts talking. Laura's sleeping next to him. Not really sleeping, but laying down like she's sleeping. And he starts talking about Westchester. You know, he kind of remembers. Yeah, and how this has been an amazing night, but that he doesn't deserve it. 
and they never go into exactly what, what happens, happened, yeah. which is very cool. It's very we'll talk about this later on, like much, much later on in the show. And when I say that, I mean like summer and past then, because when the Dark Tower comes out, they do some similar things as well. Interesting. It's just a nice little extra part because you can make up what you think happened. Right. In that. I don't need to be explained away everything to enjoy this movie. Exactly. So he starts talking and then Logan gets close and puts his hand on his chest and the claws go down. But it is not Logan, of course. Right. Because Logan loves Charles. It is X-24. And it's Mm. a younger version of Logan. Pretty much, yeah. It's just a clone. Yes. So Charles thinks it's Logan. I think until he might even think it when Logan gets back and helps him. I think he realizes There's that that wasn't, sense. yeah. Well, plus even Logan says a number of times, this wasn't me, this, this wasn't, wasn't me, me. this wasn't this me. me. But also, what's extremely brutal about this movie is they don't seem to care who they kill at all because X-24 kills the teenage son brutally. Right. And then kills the mother brutally and then hits the father, stabs the father. He comes back later. We'll get to that in a second. What I also wanted to mention was when Laura goes into the teenager's room and he lets her borrow the music, the music is a lot different than the posters on his wall. And I know a lot of people probably didn't notice this, but I do. (laughs) Really? It's like you have another podcast or something. It's weird. Weird. Maybe it's called Ian Hates Music. I don't know. It could Mm, be. Possibly. But yes, he has metal, straight up deathcore band posters on his wall. He has All Shall Perish and Dr. Acula. And Dr. Acula is my second reference to Scrubs because before Dr. Acula was a band, it's JD's vampire script, Dr. Acula. Oh my God. (laughs) And by the way, Dr. Cox ends up reading it and says it's awesome, though he doesn't want to. (laughs) He does it. And you never get a whole episode of that either to find out what happens. You see like a little skit. That's it. So anyways. Anyway. Scrubs reference. Sidebar. So then there's a fight. Now, keep in mind, there are these metal shackles that Laura is now in because X-24 is killing all these people while just carrying her around. Yeah. And these are shackles that she can't get out of. That's how they're made. So now there's a showdown between Logan and X-24 and it's badass. But Logan is so beat up from everything in life that there is no way he can fully beat this guy. Right. So it looks like he's actually about to lose. And that's when the father drives a truck right into X-24 and pins him up against some type of rotor or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he impales him on something where he gets stuck. Comes out with a shotgun, shoots him in the face like twice. Right. And then as he's stumbling, goes to shoot Logan but there are no more bullets left, and he falls over dead. Right. It's a very sad moment for that whole Whole fucking family. family. Whole family. For all the fighting that they do on a regular basis to be kind to people and then have that happen to them. Right. But is that not the story of tortured superheroes all the time, right? You can't save everybody, and your best intentions usually don't pan out well. And then on top of this, which we didn't touch on, those thugs come back again in which Weapon X, uh, Weapon X, uh, X-24 pretty much rips them all apart. Yeah, Xander Rice doesn't want them to do it because he's watching. And by the way, the reason why they've caught up with them every time is because, of course, Caliban is captured and they're making him find them find them under the assumption that logan and charles will be left alone but of course that never happens right so 
at this time, Caliban realizes that, takes a couple grenades, and blows himself up. Does what he should do. Yeah, does what he should do. The more important thing from this whole scene was that whole family dynamic that Charles wanted. He's really still, at this time in his life, trying to get through to Logan that there's more to life than what he's doing. That Just there's, surviving. Yeah, there's love, there's protection, there's family. There are all these things that he's always wanted for Logan, but in this reality, has never been possible for him. So he's trying to hammer that. Even at death, he tries to hammer that into him. Yep. So Logan drives away with Laura. Laura's freaking out the entire time. Like, we can't even recreate her screams and stuff. It's She's so hurt, not only by the... She's... Full of rage, like Wolverine. She's full of rage, but then also hurt and pain from having this father figure or grandfather figure in Charles being taken away from her and not being able to revenge that. Because normally she's used to killing everybody. Right. But Logan's not letting her do that either. Right. And then on top of that, I mean, still befriending the family, watching the whole family get slaughtered over her. Um, But... Uh, they drive off and Logan has um, Xavier's body in the back of the truck in which this takes it to the next scene in which Logan now has to bury Xavier and it's ripping him apart. And it makes sense. It was very sad, I think, for everyone in the theater as well. Right. And it's it. he wants to say something, but he doesn't know what to say. Yeah. So he keeps saying, at least he's by water. And that's very Wolverine-ish as well. To just not have the right thing to say. And then he takes his frustration out on the truck because the truck won't start. And he just collapses in the middle of the street. Exhaustion. So Laura steals a truck, takes him to a walk-in clinic. And even this was a little cool too. Was he wakes up in the clinic and he's all patched up the best he can. But he has claw marks through his stomach. And the doctor, this old doctor, knows that he, he is. Yeah, and it's really cool. He's like, I've never been able to see one of you. I need to help you. Like, let me run tests and Try see yeah. what I can do. Because he's like, your healing power is not working the Where way it, it be. was before. And Logan says, there's nothing you can do for me. I already know what this is. And now everyone should probably have guessed. That's the thing about this movie, too. It's not hard to guess the things. You know, Logan carries around an adamantium bullet. And you're like, well, no shit he does. Right. Yeah, he's waiting to kill himself, of course. Right. You know, there are little things about that. So it turns out that the adamantium that's been bonded to his skeleton has been poisoning him for however long. Right. We don't know. Then it's probably leaking into him. The same thing could be happening to Laura, too. You just don't know. I mean, that's not what the story's point is. No, 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 yeah. You don't know if it's pointing that way. And plus, you know, they can easily, you know, walk that away with it's a newer technology that she has. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's either poisoning him or because it's such foreign to him, it's either causing cancer or causing other issues that you just don't know what's slowly killing him. So then he's just like, no, 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 you're a nice guy, but you can't help me. (laughs) So he leaves with, with Laura and Laura finally talks. He thanks her begrudgingly. Right. Thanks her for taking him to a walk-in. And she says, Donata. And then he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) You could talk the whole time. Mind you, what, we're halfway through the movie? Yeah, she really hasn't said anything. They think she's mute. Right, that she just never was taught how to talk, because why would you? But she does know English and Spanish, so her native language seems to be Spanish, so that's what she speaks most of the time. And she keeps on saying the name of the her friends. Experimentation. She, yeah, she keeps saying the names of the friends she had from the experiments from that company, 
and she still wants to go to the place and he's telling her no it's in a comic book it's not real and that's where she gets aggressive with him and she punches him in the face and he's like the hurt in his face too <laughs> realizing and the she's fucking pissed yeah so that's all she can do at least she doesn't take the claws out you know? right so he finally agrees to drive her but he is so beyond repair he's just dying he's right. dying so she has to pull him like he's falling asleep on the road she has to pull over she lets him sleep and then she starts kind of shoves him over and drives yeah she makes it to those coordinates right and it's true all of the friends are there right they all made it too obviously it's not eden in in the fact that what the comic book shows you but it's this is the, the marker point because apparently they're only eight miles from canada they're trying to get and that still is a little weird to me why is this weird company that's probably multinational? Why are they so worried about going into Canada? Uh, like, you got to get them before they go into Canada. Right. Really? Why? Because well, now Canada is, you know, a world power, apparently, like a full blown. Are like, you saying they're not now? I'm Kelly? saying that their arsenal might have been a little bit enhanced. Do you think there's a big wall there, too, in 2020? I think that it's just full of mutants and that you just don't want to go in there. Logan and Charles would know that there were mutants alive. In this universe, I like it better that there aren't. It's very House of M. This is true. And I like that because that story is very depressing. <laughs> it's very <laughs> depressing. Just like I know. What a surprise. <laughs> Ian likes depressing things. Yes. Woo! I like the idea of people getting stripped of their powers because it's such a horrible thing. Because could you imagine having these amazing powers and then having them being taken away. Yeah, but I mean, this is almost worse. This is a gradual loss, which is almost more painful, as opposed to just being completely stripped. So he meets all the little kids, and they all have basically X-Men powers. Yeah, so yeah. it's probably like his friends, like, I'm surprised, actually, and I like that they didn't do this. They could have gone very hokey and made it like every single person had his friend's powers exactly. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Thank God. Yeah, so... I was fine with that. And you can tell by their powers what their names are, but it's not really that no, much yeah, of a it's point not a, going into it. Yeah. So there's some cool parts where there's some more bonding between Laura and him. They do have a humorous part where he's sleeping and he sleeps for like 48 hours or something. He's sleeping and all the kids are cutting his huge old man beard into the old style <laughs> The Wolverine. original Wolverine. Yeah. It was good. That, that That's was not cute. funny, guys. That's not funny. Yeah, he was pissed, but that was <laughs> it was cute. And he has some good talks with Laura because Laura has nightmares as well. And there's a very poignant back and forth where they talk about killing. He asks her, why do you have nightmares? And she says something like, because people have hurt me. And she asks him, why do you have nightmares? And he says, because I hurt people. Right. And that's really pretty badass. Like, that is the story of Wolverine. Right. That's also where she says, well, they're, well, those are bad people. And he says, it's all the same. And that's pretty poignant as well. Because all of those deaths in Logan's life are weighing on his mind, whether they were evil or not. Still, he thinks about it. Well, that's just it, though. I mean, it's not necessarily I'm only killing the people who attack me. Because I wasn't able to save you, you still died. Uh, not necessarily a direct result, but maybe a direct result of my actions. Absolutely. He's asking her. They're all, you know, all the kids are playing or, you know, telling campfire stories and all this stuff. But Laura is hanging with him and he's wondering what's the matter with her. We're very similar. We have the same issues. Yeah. So I'm more connected to you. And why wouldn't you come with us? Right. When we're going to do this. What's left for you here? Why don't you come with us? Kind of stuff. That's what she's thinking. Right. 
and he's just yelling at her basically just saying no i hurt people anyone i care about dies and as she leaves the room she says well then i guess i'm fine that's a mic drop right there (laughs) which i mean she did she did an over the shoulder and walked away yeah she really did she knew what she was doing so that obviously gets to him but he sleeps obviously because he needs to recharge and regenerate hopefully and when he wakes up in the morning everybody's gone because they all need to get across or do this eight mile trek within the next day because that's when they're going to be met or picked up on the border by whomever so he goes and he looks through the telescope because he sees a ton of drones and when he looks obviously all of the reavers are chasing them so the lead guy richter who's from the comic books as well he controls seismic activity shocking earth powers all that kind of stuff you mean like richter scale oh Oh, shit there we go (laughs) he leaves a bottle of this medicine that xander rice used on x24 which we skipped over because a little scene x24 doesn't have the healing power like logan does or did not as fast not as fast but not enough either to do some of the things that Logan would have been able to do in the past. Which Laura can do, because they even show Laura cutting herself and it's an immediate heal. Right. So this green medication or whatever is left. Super serum. Yeah, super serum, yeah, is left for Logan. And when he sees what's happening, he takes it and he runs out into the woods. But he's an old man and he doesn't really have the strength. And now while this is happening, they're cutting back and forth. The Reavers are overtaking most oh, of the yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, they're just picking these kids off because they're the just kids, trying to run to the border. But the kids also are fighting back. When they, Yeah, when they get caught, they try to defend themselves. And they kill a lot of them. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they really <Yeah>. do <laughs> in pretty brutal ways, right. too, which is fine because, you know, the Reavers are pieces of shit anyways. Right. One of the things I want to bring up that I've talked about with other people as well is, sure, you know, Pierce and some of the other guys, they have the armored hands. They never come into play in this movie. Ever. Ever. Yeah, no. I am assuming that when they were hunting mutants in the past, that this evened the playing field a little bit where it gave them some type of superhuman-ish strength and maybe they were able to block certain things. Winter Soldier-esque? Yeah, something like that. That's what I'm assuming, but they never come into play. At all. At all in this movie. So it was just like, oh, I guess that's cool that you have that. But But I want to say that it's even... The way that they're repairing it, I think it's outdated technology. So this is when they were actually hunting them down. And since, I mean, you're dealing with a new batch, you don't have the updated skills in that regard to utilize them. Because, yeah, they just look like costume prop pieces at this point because you're not showing me anything cool with them. For sure. So they do end up rounding up all the kids except for Laura because Logan decides to use the entire bottle of the serum. And you see the transformation of him to sort of back to younger self esque esque yeah not to x24 level no but you're seeing the superhero again you're seeing the person there to say and that's what laura gets to see and i think that's one of the best moments in the movie i think i teared up a little bit when no, i saw absolutely because i mean you're actually seeing him lunging and attacking and doing the full leaps and ripping the people apart like and it's it's full power behind it right yeah a lot of power and telling her to stay behind him and then she's working off of him and it was very team team x-men exactly but unfortunately that serum is not enough for him his body is way too beaten up already and it starts to fade very fast right yeah it, it drops on him pretty fast it's it's just i believe they even reference that it's kind of a tease and it's a shame but 
what are you going to do? You can't have him at 100% the whole time. It wouldn't make any sense. No, yeah. So all the kids are shackled in their special shackles, except for Laura. Logan does something that I don't think he's ever done before. He takes a gun. He hates guns. Right. But he takes a gun. He goes out into the middle where everyone's got their guns trained on him. And Xander starts going into his whole speech. Yay, monologuing. Of course. But you do find out the company had also made a virus. And that virus is why there are no more mutants. Everybody wants to be faster. It's GMO. It says they're talking about GMO plants. That's why they talk about the sugar from the corn. The reason for that is so that they can weaponize their own man-made mutants. Purebreds. Right. Which is what they were doing with all the kids. Right. So you learn that a little bit, and then they have the back and forth about his father being killed, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then Logan just takes that gun out real quick. It's it's just like Shane. It's a quick draw, bam, right in the face, and then everything goes off. Oh, yeah. And Pierce is like, what the fuck? You know, and he's running around. <laughs> he doesn't usually have weapons on him. So then Laura starts killing other people. She lets the kids go, and Pierce lets out X-24. So now there's another brutal battle between him and Wolverine and Wolverine is only trying to save the kids right yeah this is this is a self-sacrifice move the kids kill Pierce with like all of their powers oh yeah it's awesome it's like Captain Planet yeah pretty much the bad version of Captain Planet where they're killing people and yeah they get rid of him the kids could have helped but I understand why they didn't want to write it that way the kids are so inexperienced that they didn't want to have a mistake where more children were going to die. I think there's been enough death in the movie so far and Wolverine would lose it if a kid was killed. Right. But Laura is doing an amazing job on X-24. Like she's beating the shit out of him. Once again, fuck DC because DC would slow down all of this. Instead, they've sped it up. Which looks even better. It does because it's so brutal. She is ripping him apart, but he's still going. Right. So Logan's telling all the children to leave, and basically X-24 is, like, dragging him. He's got his claws, like, in his heart, and he's just dragging him, and he throws him into a tree where the stumps, like, you know, all the branches are out. Yeah, he gets impaled, similar to the way X-24 did earlier in the movie. Right. Luckily, Laura is pretty smart, and she remembers the adamantium bullet. She puts it into the gun. She comes up from behind. And shoots his fucking head off. Oh, yeah. Shoots his fucking head off. Yeah. Now, I will say, I understand why they did it like this. I would have liked something better. How? When the movie started mm. and they had the adamantium bullet, I knew it was going to come into play. Oh, well, I absolutely. knew why he had it. Foreshadowing. it was, sure, of course. That's not a M. Night Shyamalan twist guest. You no, knew it was going right. to happen. What I might have liked more is if somehow there was some situation where he had to kill himself to kill x24 with the same bullet okay i can see what you're saying but this did give him his final moments with laura as well either way i think you would have gotten it i would have liked laura in more peril where you had to see him just completely lose it like use all of his last strength to take out x24 with that bullet with himself possibly or something Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm going where, yeah, more yeah. brutal than I have to. But no. But I mean, I get, that's this is semantics. It's still. I mean, it's, I think it's still a great end scene in that regard. Yeah. So he's impaled. She's cutting off the branches behind him to try and save, save him. him. And obviously, she's crying her eyes out, and he's basically 
crying too. But he leaves her, I believe, by saying what Charles was talking about before, which is he finally understands right. what that moment this is. This is what this is supposed to be. Exactly. I'm tearing up right now. I know. Sad. <laughs> and of course, while he dies, this is when she does mention she calls him daddy. So he does die. And that was easy to guess in this as well. Yo, yeah. From the beginning. From the beginning going to this movie, you probably should have known that Logan was dying. Right. But the way they did it was very good. So then they bury him and they put a cross of sticks and then she starts quoting, which we'll do later, but she starts quoting the movie Shane. All the kids are around and she's crying and all that kind of stuff. You realize he is really dead. Yeah. He's really dead. Yep. And I did love that at the end, as they all walk away, because Richter knows they got to keep moving, they got to make it to Canada. Right. He's like the Cyclops of the group. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, He's a leader. She goes over to the cross, and Wolverine Logan was never a religious guy. Yeah, no, I, that, so that's a given. I was a little bit like, I don't like that. Yeah. And then she went over to it, and she takes the cross out, and she puts it down so that it's an X over the grave. Right. And it's not that he was an X-Men, and that's why she did it. It's that he became one again. Right. And I think that's what's so good about it. I really, really enjoyed that whole imagery. No, they did a great job. And of course, he's also overlooking water. That's true, too. So keeping that alive as well. No, the fact that, which I kind of figured they'd do something along those lines because that is who you are. Whether you want to say that this is is truly you or not, but that is the person you will always be. And what I loved about it, too, was so she walks off and that's it. Oh, yeah. It says Logan. And then it goes into Johnny Cash when the man comes around. Yep. I just know it. If that was DC, the claws would have come out or the fucking ground would have shaken and the fucking stones would go up the way Superman. Because they couldn't even at the end of fucking Superman versus Batman. They couldn't have it just that Superman's dead. They had to at the final scene show that no, he's not dead. Logan is dead. Yes. And I'm very glad. I don't want any more Wolverine movies. This was the Wolverine that I had not seen since X2, maybe. Mm -hmm. And even then, I still don't think they completely got it right. This was the first time to me that they got the character right to the comic books that I read and that I remember. And I think it's a perfect bookend to this. I think he ended it on a great high note. And I mean, Hugh Jackman has been doing Wolverine for 17 years. Right. Yeah. I think this is a perfect way to go out. No, it absolutely was. And I like that there was no end credit scene. Yep. Because it was more final. No, yeah. You don't need to show that Deadpool. Like, I would have been happy to see a Deadpool trailer. But, but I, I like that they did it beforehand. Yeah, it made absolute sense. Because right. why do you want to go from such a gut-wrenching ending, right? such a final piece, to that? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. So play some Johnny Cash. Enjoy yourself. That's it. Look, I gotta say, I know there's some people that hate the movie. Like they, re- I know it has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not saying that because it's a high rating that makes it a good movie, because it certainly doesn't. True. But I will be buying this on Blu-ray. Yeah. When it comes out, I want to watch it again, and I seriously think this might be like my second favorite Marvel movie now. Wow. Possibly my favorite superhero movie besides Deadpool, but maybe Deadpool I've seen so many times. So it might be 
that this is just new. And I'm like, yay, something new that makes sense and, you know, gets you. But I love sad shit like that. Like, I like that I teared up a bit. And I never expected that to happen because when I saw those commercials at the beginning, when I saw the original Logan trailers, I was like, no, oh no, this is going to be horrible. But I love this movie. I loved it. I mean, I'm going to agree with you. I think it was, I think they did a very good job. I'm not completely as dedicated to this character as you are. So I think it it means more to you. Um, But I think this is a great, I I like that they've gone in this direction. I want to stick this in the... This to me is if they were to actually go ahead and do more of a graphic novel genre, which DC's done, mm-hmm. but do it correctly to where it's more realistic. Um, I like that they all curse. Like that makes yes. it feel more real to me. That's more. He's cursing. He's drinking. Putting the claws through faces. That's what I still go back to. Right. He puts those fucking claws through people's faces because that's what you would do. That's the easy way to kill people. Exactly. No, yeah. So I like that they've done that. Um, I'm I wouldn't put it in the level of Deadpool only because Deadpool for me is a pure comic book in the fact yes. that it's still got all the cheekiness to it. And yeah, he curses, but that's also a pure Deadpool comic book. Logan to me is a graphic novel ending. Right. This it's is punctual. This it's is sad. A... There's no real major comic overflow to it. Yeah, not too you know, bring up DC for something good they did. But this is a, you know, death in a family when the Joker killed Robin. Right. You know, like that kind of thing. Right. This is a realistic ending to an unrealistic universe. Right. Because really, there's only those mutants left now. That's it. There's nothing else and they don't know how it's going to go. And this brings the end to a character. And you're right. It's a character that I hold more reverence for because of my past. And just think of how it is for me, someone who hated all of the stuff they did with Wolverine pretty much, those 17 years, to have it end this way perfectly. Right. Out in a bang. And there you go. So once again, Marvel does it, and I'll give credit to Fox for this too. But just storyline-wise, I'll give Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Over DC, because I do love just jamming that knife into DC. Because, (laughs) hey guys, Wonder Woman's coming out. It's going to be amazing, right? (laughs) No. How can any self-respecting company that's doing a superhero movie look at themselves in the mirror now and go, I'm putting out something anywhere near the quality that Marvel's been putting out? It's hard because Marvel does just have better, more likable characters. I mean, DC's always shot themselves in the foot with Superman because nobody's going to like I mean, it's Superman. Because he's a god and no one can relate to yeah. that. With Logan, he's made so many mistakes in his life and he's tortured by them. And that's like a real human being. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tortured by all the decisions. Right, there's there's still life. fault with everybody. There's still something that can get to you. And that's yeah. where you can find a connection in that in that sense. I just there were some great lines in the movie. There is some brutality that really She's works. She's fantastic. And, yeah. No, that that I girl. Have yes. No qualms about anything she did. And, and the action looks amazing. They did such a good job with it. Right. And obviously, we're not going to explain all that. Look, you have to see it. Patrick Stewart did a great job. Oh, yeah. I think he had a lot of fun with it, too, actually. Yeah. He probably did. <laughs> he probably did. He probably thought he was never making another X Men movie. Right. And then there you go. So it works. So, yeah. I love the movie. I would highly recommend it to people if you want a realistic, unrealistic movie. This is the one to go see. But I do warn people, it is over two hours long, so you have to know you're in for the long haul. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's not going to 
be all energy all the time because they're trying to show you he's old, he's dying, he's poisoned, he is cancer, you know, whatever it is, he's struggling through life. He wants to end it. He wants to die. But this way, he gets to go out the way he should. Bravo. Yay, Marvel. Yay, Yay, Fox. Fox. Yay, Fox. I don't get to say that often because I hate a lot of things Fox has done in the past. (laughs) Like a lot of things. Like Firefly, for instance. Mm. Taking away Firefly really pisses me off. Taking away Brimstone. Nope, nope, nope. Forget it. We're not. Rabbit hole. No rabbit hole. We're going to end on a good note. So, Kelly, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Uh, you can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy or on Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. For us, it's the same. Go ahead. And if you want to support Ian Hates Movies, you can follow all the links in the description of this episode. If you like the show, please rate us five stars on iTunes. It really does help the show out. We are still getting merch in. We are still working on all that. So if you leave a five-star rating and leave a comment or a review, we will read it on the air and you will be entered in our contest to win certain prizes. So yay, that's something different, right? Woo! So Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? There's no living with, with a killing. There's no going back from one. Right or wrong, it's a brand. A brand that sticks. There is no going back. There aren't any more guns in the valley. And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. There's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down When the man comes around The hairs on your arm will stand up At the terror in each sip and in each sup Will you partake of that last offered cup Or disappear? to the potter's ground when the man comes around hear the trumpets hear the pipers one hundred million angels singing multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum voices calling voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom. Then the father hen will call his chickens home. The wise men will bow down before the throne. And at his feet, they'll cast their golden crowns. When the man comes around, the 
Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down. When the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. Voices calling, voices crying. Some are born and some are dying. It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come. And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree. The virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundred weight and penny pound. Set on him was death, and hell followed with him. <laughs> 